No. That's not it. Ah. There we go. They didn't ask us. Was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. And now, here are your hosts, Jay Crowder and John Mueller. Welcome back to another episode of They Didn't Ask Us. I am Jay, and with me as always is my co-host, John. Hey, y'all. How you doing? It's me. It's me. <laughs> john <Johnny-o. laughs> <laughs> My wrist popped in the middle of that. I wonder if they, wonder if the Ooh. microphone caught that. My wrist has been popping a lot more recently. Age. Oh, don't say that. Birthday's coming up. Uh, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I had a I had a very frustrating realization the other day because like I turned 28 this year, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll be late 20s soon. And then I thought about it, and I was like, 27 is late 20s. Yeah, you were kind of like, already there. Now you're later 20s. You were just like, late 20s. Now you're even later 20s. Yeah, it's just like I'm. This might as well just be like super early 30s at this point. Like, what is life? You sound like selling like my wife. She was the same way. You know what? She was I like, accept, I accept the compliment, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. It's the end of the world. And now I'm reaching that age. And she's like, yes, now you get to see what it's really like. So anyway, the news. Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. We're glad to have oh, you man. back. Quarantine seems like it's starting to die down a little bit. So that's some good news. Uh, we are actually going to Florida soon. I know that that's like one of the hardest hit areas, but luckily we're going to be in an area that hasn't been hit very hard. Man, I'll tell you what, a vacation is exactly what I need right now. I believe it. So I wanted to show you this, John. John's not here. By the way, you may be wondering, how have you guys been recording when you're not supposed to be around other people? Well, John is actually on a screen right now, vice versa for me, for him. And uh, so because of that, we have had to record over the computer because you know obviously social distancing it's actually worked out pretty well i think i would agree i think it's been it helps that we had kind of dabbled in it before we were required to use it yeah it was a good thing we we thought ahead we had a we had a little system in place and then now that we needed to use it we knew how so it, it definitely worked out it was the true boy scout motto we were prepared and uh, tried this out before everything, before we absolutely had to, to make sure that we could, and uh, really paid off. But I wanted to show you, this is how prepared I am this week. I've actually oh got the notes and everything printed out. So I'm not saying that's printed and everything. Like, oh, I, I just, I, I wanted to brag a little bit about that, show you how prepared I was this week. <laughs> Because it doesn't happen often. All right, so the news. news. Not a whole lot of news this week. Just to start things off, uh, video games, video game news. We actually, I've been, I'm an Xbox guy. I bought an Xbox just because it was the cheaper of the two around Christmas time. So that's what I ended up with. They They did have better bundles. And so because of that, I ended up with an Xbox. And since I already have one, I thought, well, I might as well stick with it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been paying really close attention to this, all this Xbox stuff that's coming out soon. And with Xbox... dumb name. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing. Xbox Series X. The newest thing that I heard the other day 
and um, this was part of their, they had several reveals the other day, and what stood out to me is that they said, it doesn't matter what version of the game you buy, see, so maybe I should back up a little bit. When Xbox Series X comes out, Xbox has said that they're not going to immediately discontinue the current Xbox, and so the way that they're looking at it as you have your Xbox, and then you can have like the souped up Xbox. I guess you could say. So you could have your standard truck, or you could have your... Mac s- Daddy. Right, exactly. Which is a joke, because Mac is a brand of trucks. <laughs> and so, so because of that, you can buy all the newer games are still going to work on the old Xbox. So, they said, what happened if you bought an Xbox One game... And then you decide later to buy the Xbox Series X. Well, it doesn't matter what version of the game you buy, you will always get to keep it and it will work on any console you buy going forward. Now that also means that let's say you buy the game for Xbox One and you switch over to Xbox Series X, it's going to have the better graphics even though... You bought it See, on the old one. I'm super excited about that. Not even as an Xbox person, but as a, as a video game person, that's a really cool concept. But the thing for me, it's like, it's not going to have saves. Will it? Like, unless you, you cloud store everything. Unless you cloud store it, yeah. And then theoretically, it would be like a mutual hard drive in that sense. I mean, I, that's what I think they're going for, I would think. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do. But speaking of video games, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. And just today, I finished the main storyline. But what amazed me was I finished the storyline, but there is still so much to do. Like, there's even areas that I haven't even explored yet that are still blank on the map. So there's still a ton to do. I'm excited to see what happens going forward. It's been a great game. I highly recommend it. Staying on on that train, um, a streamer friend of mine has been playing through odyssey oh yeah and i swear i've watched him like 15 hours of gameplay and he's done like two story missions yeah it's just massive and that actually i was gonna i was just gonna go from that to valhalla i'm super excited so they did the the reveal it was probably like a week and a half ago at this point confirmed vikings uh there's a settlement aspect to it the trailer the trailer was rated m like that's awesome there have been various like interviews with art directors and uh story directors and i'm just getting super super hyped for this game same here I'm very excited. I also saw that one thing that I've heard a few people complain about, actually, is that the map and the story is not going to be longer or as long as Odyssey. Because the biggest, there's actually been a slight complaint from a lot of people that Odyssey is too big. There's too much going on. And so they're actually scaling it back to roughly the size of Origins, which... I mean, I can say just from playing that one by itself, I haven't played Odyssey yet, may not ever play it. The scale that it is now, like, there's still plenty to do, and I'm not getting bored with it at all. So I don't really have a, a negative thing right now about that. Yeah, there are uh, 
squeaky wheels inside of the AC community that don't even like open world at all. Because like the earlier games, the ones that, um, you know, people in our generation who are obsessed with nostalgia uh, love so much were very linear. Um, there were there were some open world aspects to them, but it was usually like, go to this place, do this thing. Go to this place, do this thing. Go to this place, do this thing. Even inside of an open world environment, there was not nearly as many like side plots and mini missions and just customization options. So I, I'm i interested to see where the happy medium is there. I mean, I, I definitely like the improvement that I saw like between... So the last one that I played, I think, was Black Flag. Widely and... regarded as one of the best ones, by the way. It, it is, and I liked. I didn't like the story all that much, but I did like the gameplay in it. But yeah, Black Flag was fun, and I liked it. But it, you know, it was getting old, and so I think the way that they revamped it, the way that they did in Origins, was exactly what they needed. And I loved it, loving it, still playing it. Lots to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I believe that. I I've said it before, and I'm sure I'll say it again. I have so much respect for for the Assassin's Creed franchise because of how they did Origins. Because they realized, you know, we crank these games out every year. They're getting critically, progressively worse. Not a whole lot of new mechanics. Um, they just moved forward in time every time and just kind of went with that. And then I think it was after Syndicate, the one in, in uh, London, they were like, you know what? No, we're not making one this year. We're going to take a year off and we're going to reset. And I have so much respect for that. So I, I'm so glad Origins was, was a success. Well, moving on from the video game, we kind of got sucked into that a little bit, which is fine. But uh, the next bit of news that I have, and actually this is the last bit of news, but it's going to take up a big portion of it, is have you, John, seen all the stuff for Mandalorian. No. You're going to be so excited. I'm going to get your actual reactions. The the true. true the true reactions. This is going to be fun. Okay, so we'll start with number 10 and we'll work well. Oh my gosh, 10 things. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got quite a bit. You ready oh, for this? This is awesome. Yes. Okay. Hopefully. Here we go. So, the first rumor that we have is WWE wrestler Sasha Banks could be playing Sabine Wren. That would tie in well with Ahsoka and with the Mandalorian stuff, so I would be I would be in for that. Rumors are swirling around that this is happening. This is really the only rumor on the list. Well, no, that's okay. not true. There's there's one more rumor. I've got good news for the Mandalorian because I know a lot of people might be thinking the same thing as I did, which is okay. So all this virus is going around, and what's happening is is a lot of these movies are being delayed. So what about Mandalorian? That's a big question on everybody's mind. Well, I'm going to put you at ease to say that post production is going to be taking place remotely. So that is it's something. Wonderful. Yeah. So that is something that we're not going to have to worry about. It is going to be released on time. Now, the directors of Ant-Man, let's see, was it um, Dave Filoni? Is that how you say his name? Filoni? Filoni was the He directed Ant-Man? Didn't he? Or was that Bryce Dallas? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was in Amazing Spider-Man, and she was the one that was in Jurassic World, right? Yeah, Bryce, she's Ron Howard's daughter. And I know she directed an episode in the first season. Oh, that's right, um, she did. But Filoni is one of the big, like, Rebels showrunners, isn't he? I believe so, yeah, but they, they're they going to be directing a lot of the episodes. Yeah, which, no, I'm, I'm in. you know, now that you <laughs> say that, Bryce, Bryce Howard, she was the one, she did a lot of the episodes, like, she did the one with the ATST, the episode with the ATST, where they 
they go to the little okay. village. Yeah, that was no, her. I, I she did you, that man. one. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. She does a lot of touchy-feeling kind of stuff. Well, I mean, Ron Howard. So, I mean, there's a pretty direct influence there. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, she's going to be coming back. So, that's really exciting. So, I'll be interested to see what else she does. Uh, okay. So, Katie Sack... Let's see. I'm going to butcher her name. I think it's just Sackoff. Is it Sackoff? Yeah, and if not, I mean, we get memes. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be doing a uh, Bo Katan from Clone Wars, Clone Wars, and yeah, Rebels. That's she's going to awesome, be actually. doing the live action for that, so that's confirmed. So she will be in Mandalorian and will be doing live action. That's a very, very easy bridge then to bring Ahsoka live action because of what happened in the final season of Clone Wars. Yep. Man, I didn't want to get too excited, and now I'm getting too excited. <laughs> Sorry. I was so content not thinking about Mandalorian. And now here we are. Because everything else, Disney Plus, I imagine, is getting pushed back. So, I mean, I was so excited for Falcon Winter Soldier, but now, I mean, who knows when that stuff's going to come out. That's true. All right, so we're nowhere near done with this list. What's up next? Oh, not at all. Timuera Morrison? I don't don't know. I got nothing. The guy who played uh, Jango Fett? I mean, obviously, I know the character, but I have no idea who that guy is. Anyway, I can't, rem- I, I, I can't, I'm having a hard time with his first name, but Morrison, he is set to be playing Boba Fett. Oh, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett is not dead. Yeah, Boba Fett's coming back. Which was kind of just like a, a cult phenomenon. He crawled out of the Sarlacc pit, he's coming back, and he's going to be playing his, uh, I guess it was his clone, so Jango Fett's clone. That's really cool, though, how the actor who played Django is going to play Boba because Boba was like the unaltered clone. So he will age normally, unlike the rest of them. And then on top of that, there's a huge possibility that he might be playing Captain Rex as well. That one I have a really hard time with just because Rex is so old by the time Rebels ends. And I mean, since the clones were were made to age very aggressively, he's got to be in rough shape. I don't know. So, I mean, if he's in it at all, he gon' die. (laughs) And I'm not emotionally prepared for that. Well, it'll be interesting. I I mean, I would love to see Captain Rex live action. That would just be awesome awesome oh i agree for sure i just don't know that i i want to see him die and then of course we have the um rumor that you and i talked about last time which was maul could be uh making an appearance most likely it's going to be something that's the in in you know the thing is with a lot of these characters is it could be flashback type of stuff yeah you know, because they might have a whole episode dedicated to showing, like, the history of the Black Saber. Because, yeah, you and I know a lot about the Black Saber because we've been following Star Wars and all the shows that have come with it. But there's a lot of people who this is, like, the first time they've ever seen the Black Saber. Not to, not to be that guy, but uh, it's actually called the Dark Saber. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love, I love it. how it... I love how every time someone says not to be that guy, they are then totally that guy. Yeah. Just own it. <laughs> just say, hey, I'm totally being that guy, but... Oh, man. And yeah, then, then... I, I would be all about that episode, actually, because, I mean, you and I had talked about it with our, with our reviews of the first season, because there were so many episodes that we were just not fans of, so... I, I would be okay with a flashback episode, 
I would not be okay with like a flashback sequence. Like in the middle of an episode? Yeah, like them to say, oh, hey, here's the history of the Darksaber. And then blah, 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 blah. And then they, you know, and you get you get like this sepia tone background story. Like the, uh, <laughs> like the Old West photographers at all the like tourist locations. Exactly. When it's like dress as outlaws and prostitutes with your family. And it's like, no, that's a really weird thing to ask somebody to do. Especially that now you can actually do this with your phone so you don't even have yeah. a need for us anymore i think going back to the to the thought of flashbacks i think it could be really interesting to do flashback sequences on an individual character basis so in the sense that you have all of the flashbacks in the same episode but everyone you see everyone's view of the dark saber from their own perspective Oh, yeah. So, like, for Bo-Katan, it's different than for Ahsoka than it is for Imperial Officer, what's-his-name. But in that time, it still gives you a really solid history of the of the sword itself. I would like that, too. That would actually be a, a better way of doing it. Well, then, of course, they've also got the episode names. They have they have them all released. Ooh. So, we are going to be getting eight episodes. Oh. Yeah, I know. And the episodes are named as such. They are Chapter 1, The Search. I thought you were just going to call it, they're called Chapter 1, Chapter 2. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the biggest troll thing of all time. Uh, so I'll start with Chapter 1 and then work my way down. The Search, The Confrontation, The Bounty, The Republic, The Loyalist, The Sorcerer, The Return, the empire Ooh, i'm gonna mm, try not to speculation read speculation that, but it's very <laughs> difficult not to it is so the search actually my son and i have already sat down and been like okay so what do you think is going to happen in each one so the search i'm thinking obviously they're still searching for the child's origin the confrontation not sure boba. you think, think? introduced I think they introduced Boba early. Boba. Okay. The Bounty. Maybe that, I don't know. Maybe that's where they bring Boba. I don't know. The Republic. I feel like that might Ahsoka. be Ahsoka. And possibly if Rex is still alive, possibly Rex. The Loyalist. Would be Bo-Katan. Okay. The Sorcerer. That could be Maul. Or also Ahsoka. Dang it. I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> the Return. I could see that being Maul. That could be Maul. Ooh, what if still not what dead. if maul has been cloned in the same way that Ugh, that's terrifying or like if he had somehow gone back like if someone took his body back to dathomir and they resurrected the, him yet yeah, again wow. yeah the night sisters aren't still a thing are they in canon uh well i mean unless Isn't you someone include like them all if you include the new video game there's one left oh see now i didn't know that because i haven't played fallen order yet yeah, Fallen Order, there's one There's left. a Night Sister. That's super exciting. I so, really need to play that game, man. Yeah, you do, man. It is fantastic. Oh, that reminds me. They released... I about to say, that was just a big content update. Yeah, you can now play as Inquisitor uh, Cal. Pretty cool. Is that just cosmetic, or does it give different abilities? No, it's just cosmetic. Oh, still cool, I though. know. I know, I wish I could do Force Lightning with that. That'd be awesome. Uh, okay, so next bit of news with that. Season 3 is already in pre-production, which, I mean, of course it is. That's, that's intimidating, because if Season 2 is trash, then we're stuck with Season 3. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's I could see Disney. If it out. ends up failing bad, I could see Disney scrapping it. I can't. Really? I mean, they, 
they made The Last Jedi. And then, of course, as we all already know, Rosario Dawson is bringing Ahsoka Tano to live action. I'm still not. Boom. I still haven't seen that confirmed anywhere. You know, I've never. I still. Yes, I still haven't seen anything that says confirmed. Yada it's yada yada. It's just like the most prevalent rumor. It won't go away. And there's probably a reason for that. The old uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. I do wish that they were bringing um, Ashley. What's her face? X Xteen Xteen. I think Whatever. it's X. The, the voice it's Frankenstein. That's a dangerous road to go down because by the end of the movie, it is no longer Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I wish that she was playing it. But at the same time, I mean, I see why they're not because physically she may not be able to play that role. I don't know. At the same time, I mean, though, it's all going to be mocap anyway. So uh, I don't know. You could mocap a different actor and then mocap her face and then just blend the two to me it's going to be the voice like that's what's going to throw me off the most because that's what i'm saying because if you mocap her face you might as well have her read the lines and then read the lines over the digital yeah there's no so, way there's no way she is like episode one yoda like she's not going to be an animatronic do, now do you think that they would do say i think that they might do rosario dawson as the live action but then have the voice no. of ahsoka no, you don't think so dub you over wouldn't, you wouldn't bring in a name like that and then you know pull a jerk move on her and say hey you know you'll be the face but you won't be the voice I guess and so. she and she is a name because uh, like, she is a name even before all her stuff with the netflix marvel yeah. you know she was she was still a name for that so i i really don't see once once she is confirmed cast i don't think we will see the original voice actress in any live action capacity ever that's sad that is the news that's it. That's all I got. Scoob's coming out Friday. Scoob. I didn't know. I, yeah, it is the 15th. How much do you think it's going to be? Ooh, good question. Um, To own it. Is it being released to own as well or just to rent? Everything. Dang, that's bold. I know, right? Well, because it hasn't been seen yet, I think they'll do, I don't know, 15 bucks. To own? Maybe. No chance. I, I would say 15 to rent. 15 to rent? Absolutely. That's what you would pay at a movie theater. That's no. less than you, that's less than you would pay at a movie theater. They won't do that. I would. Are you kidding me? That's how I would market it. Be like it used to be fifteen dollars per ticket. Now it's fifteen dollars, and you have it for twenty four hours. Hmm. I don't know about that. Let's say rent. They'll probably do ten, and to own to own it, I'll bump it up to eighteen. Own, I would imagine, is no less than twenty. Because I would be willing to bet that they would try to go the route of hey. If you're going to rent it for this amount, you might as well buy it. That's fair. And then just have everybody buy it. I think they make more money that way. There's definitely a sweet spot there between, you know, it's, you know, too cheap to rent. So everyone just rents it versus, you know, well, I mean, if it's only $12 to buy it, then I'm going to buy it. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay attention to it tomorrow just to see where, where everything lands. Should we move on to the main event? Uh, uh, no, because we still have one final episode of Clone Wars to digest. Oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot that we hadn't talked about that. No, it, it came out on release day for our last episode, so we That's were unable right. to, to fit it in. Order 66. 
The Jedi have fallen. You know, this is a completely different tone than what you're going for right now, but Order 66 kind of makes you wonder what the first 65 orders were. Like, they cover that on Robot Chicken. Is that just how many times it took them to get it right? Maybe they had already tried 65 other times, and they were like, okay, this time it's gotta work. <laughs> or it's like the first 20 of them are like the Emperor ordering a pizza, and it's like... <laughs> seriously oh no these orders don't count the order uh where are we 66 yeah this one okay here we go (laughs) you need to watch the youtube go go on youtube and look up order 66 robot chicken okay It's, it's it's worth the the view i believe it not the view definitely not the view but it is worth a view a viewing there we go it's worth the watch yeah like a timex so, I, started, I was going to talk about watches. <laughs> what is this, the third series finale of Star Wars Clone Wars? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> series finale, we mean it this time. This time, it's for real. Man, and talk about for real. Hit you real hard. Let's say, I'll, I'll let you go first, because I was actually pretty underwhelmed, so I want to hear what, what you have to go with. Well, I'll say this to start it off. I wish that the episode had been a lot longer. Oh my gosh, thank you. Especially for being the the finale, you would think that it would have been at least 45 minutes. One, you would think there are so many things that they had to do. Like, oh yeah, you know, we, we can tie up all of these other plots. I wanted more Obi-Wan, even though I know Obi-Wan is okay. And I wanted, you know, more Ahsoka, even though we know kind of how Ahsoka's story ends. Well, not ends, but like we know her story doesn't end in Clone Wars. And it's like, well... We didn't really get any of that. Like we got more we got more closure for Ahsoka in Rebels than we did in the series finale of Clone Wars. Like the the fight scene that she has with Vader, I would say that was better than anything in this season of Clone Wars bar none. Yeah. It was I don't even know where to begin. I okay, let me start with things that I did appreciate. I appreciated that there was this huge fight going on on the ship between Rex with like you had Rex and Ahsoka against everybody else that was cool um I enjoyed that I liked that Rex addressed the elephant in the room hey guys technically she's not a Jedi anymore so he he gave it a try (laughs) why should we even be killing her the clones were just like they acted like droids in that particular time and they were like uh, mm, uh does not compute you're under arrest <laughs> they hit him with a nah bro <laughs> that ain't gonna fly here yeah it was um i mean i'm glad he brought that up because i had kind of thought the same thing i was like she's not with either of the groups so really she's she should be okay but it just goes to show that it wasn't just the groups it was if you have the force ability yeah if you're force sensitive at all yeah so you know but yeah i mean it was just a you know it was a bunch of falling and the ship falling apart the droids helped out some i thought that was a little heavy-handed not chopper unit was there yeah i like i like the idea of it but I feel like they did it too many times. What do you mean? Like the, the droids the, helped the, the out droid, so much? The droids saving the day. Oh, well, that's what Clone Wars and Rebels is. They, they're definitely, uh, they like the droids. They use them a lot. Yeah. I just don't like that, that droids are so prevalent in Rebels because I hate Chopper so much. Yeah, Chopper's annoying. He's just such a frustrating character. At the end, I mean, honestly, other than that, the ship 
Maul gets away like a jerk. Which, I mean, we all knew was going to happen. Right. It was just done very upsettingly. Maul gets away, and it's just like he's a a bit part in this entire episode. He's just he's in it for like like thirty seconds. And it's like, should he not be a bigger deal for this? Like he's a force sensitive individual loose on a ship full of people who want to kill him. He should play a bigger part. Now I did appreciate how he got through everything without a lightsaber at all. That was brutal. I mean he was a boss. Yeah. That was like I'm kinda surprised they put that in a quote unquote kids show. Yeah, I mean, he was walking around with, like, doors floating around him so that he wouldn't get shot, and then he he cut a lot of people in half. He used the doors to dismember people. Yes. That was a, that was a yikes. It was, it was pretty incredible. That, that part was pretty incredible. But at the same time, kind of like what you said, it was just, it was very, just kind of like, Oh, yeah. Were you wondering what Maul was doing? Well, he's still he's, throwing doors around. Yeah, that's a, here's 20 seconds of him killing people. And yeah. now back to back to uh back to the ranch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was uh I didn't like that. But yeah, so then the ship crashes and they bury all the clones because, you know, in the end that's, that's who they are. You know, I did think that was very in character for Ahsoka and Rex. And uh and then Ahsoka buries her saber. And like this this just hit me reacting to it now. That's literally just lifted from rise of skywalker it's the same ending oh yeah you're right burying the lightsabers burying the history of them burying their history with you it's like you know we already had this ending and i didn't like it then Hmm. i didn't even catch that yeah i didn't either until i was thinking about it just now and now i'm even more disappointed (laughs) but that is not the end it is not we do get vader some indeterminate amount of time later. Yes. Vader and stormtroopers arrive. Or is it storm, storm or snow? Was it snowtroopers? Because they, by the... I think they were just stormtroopers. Okay. Because by the time Vader arrives, the whole planet is like snowed in, and he kind of has to like dig through. He sees the helmets and everything, and then he, I guess, he force feels the lightsabers. I don't I think they were so. obvious. There is probably and, some sort of force something involved. And apparently, if you if you watch it again, which I haven't because it was so disappointing, you could still see through the lens a little bit on his helmet, and you could see the yellow of his eyes, and it was like there's still a little bit of Anakin in there. And I was like, I have a hard time believing that. I think you're reading into it a bit much. But I thought that was a, it was a nice shot to end on because it just shows how far he's fallen, which, I mean, we all knew because... I mean, Darth Vader and everything but and it is good to know that it doesn't end there like if you want to go ahead and keep the that alive you can go ahead and watch Rebels which you should it's amazing it is I'm so upset it took me so long to watch it I've watched it through twice now yeah I feel like I watched it all through for the first time in like two weeks because I was like this stuff is amazing like yeah it might is it it's Y7 for the most part isn't it uh yeah i think the last like maybe the last season is slightly more intense but not much more yeah but there are some incredible plot lines in that and some very mature themes i think not like in terms of content but in terms of just like you know people deal with i mean i don't want to give too many things away but like there are some really like hard decisions that characters make in that show yeah it's good it's very good but yeah so clone wars is done 
RIP. We're done with that. And it is good to, you know, I, I said this when the when it ended up, or, or when the um, episode ended, I looked at Antonio and I was like, you know, Ahsoka over the years has become one of my favorite characters in the whole Star Wars universe. I'm really glad to know that they're going to continue using her. After, like, her introduction was pretty rough in the Clone Wars movie. But she definitely grew into to definitely a community favorite. We've now seen we're the onto whole. That. Well, so we've seen the whole series now. Should we rate just this season, or should we rate this series like as a whole? It's been so long since I've watched the early seasons of Clone Wars. I don't feel like I can give it an accurate rating as a series as a whole. Okay, but I'm totally fine to rate this season. I don't know what scale I would put it on though. Just the previously just used one Star Wars scale. Yeah, it should probably just, uh, yeah, we could do a Star Wars scale, or you could just do 1 to 10. Okay. Just to keep it simple. I would probably give it like a 6, because there are parts of it that are good, and there are parts of it that are just, eh, but I don't know that I would go so far as to say there are parts of the season that are bad. The worst the season got for me was, eh. So, I'm also going to put it on the same place, I'd give it a 6. So, solid, uh. Definitely worth a watch. I will say that. If you were a fan of the Clone Wars at all, the series, then definitely give it a uh, check it out. All right. So now, now. <laughs> <laughs> after all that that build up at the before the Clone Wars bit, ladies and gentlemen, the main event. Hearing hearing that phrase, ladies and gentlemen, uh, reminds me of an episode of the Muppet Show when. <laughs> When Fozzie was the the writer for the show, that was one of the bits, and uh, Fozzie can't spell. Oh, no. So Kermit was reading the script, and he goes, Fozzie, what is this? And Fozzie holds it up like, what? There's no problems here. Kermit goes, leggies and janglefins? (laughs) And every time, every time someone goes, ladies and gentlemen, I hear, leggies and (laughs) janglefins. So I just wanted to bring that into your life. That was, that's good. (laughs) I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, so this week we are reviewing Raiders of the Lost Ark, as other people refer to it, Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's actually what it showed up in my uh, Netflix search. It was Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I was like, no, this is like a reverse Star Wars situation. Right. Because initially, A New Hope was just called Star Wars. And now it's called Episode 4, A New Hope. Right. So initially, Raiders was just Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I have And the main character in it was Indiana Jones. Correct. So we're reviewing Indiana Jones, which, you know, if you have never seen Indiana Jones... First off, what's wrong with you? Seriously, though, it's like it came out what in eighty-one. Uh, you know, I'm actually not completely sure. That's the I'm, one thing I didn't write down in my notes. I am confident it came out in nineteen eighty-one. I mean, that would make sense because Star Wars came out in seventy, seventy-seven, and eighty. Okay, because it was shortly after releasing Star Wars that George Lucas and steven spielberg started working on indiana jones one time during during this review i really hope that you slip up and stay and say steven seagal instead of steven spielberg because they're two like you i don't think you could have two different people in the movie well, i mean you could obviously <laughs> given you know the current events but two very different stevens two, oh so different and it's so funny <laughs> just imagining steven seagal not with a ponytail and also like directing minority report 
is really funny to me. So this was the brainchild of George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. They collaborated together to create this new story. Indiana Jones was actually the name of George Lucas's dog. He called him Indiana. That's a great callback in in three. Yes. Great callback in three. We named the dog Indiana. We named the dog. Also, I love how literally everyone has a Sean Connery impression. Like, of course, it's, it's so easy. You just gotta, you gotta talk through. You gotta put your tongue above bottom teeth. <laughs> trying, trying to explain how an accent works. I just can't. I know some people I'm are so trying, good. They're I'm like, sitting here it's trying in the back like of the throat. Uh, Sean Connery. Like, it, <laughs> no, if not I, like that. Like, if if you think about it, it doesn't work. Yeah, you got to put the air, like the airflow's got to come underneath your tongue to the bottom row of your teeth, but your tongue is sitting on the, it's, yeah, it, it is very All right, so Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so oh gosh. how, I'm going to ask you, how old were you the first time that you watched Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Definitely, I want to say we were in the maybe early teens. Okay, so a better question might be, which did you see first, Star Wars or Raiders of the Lost Ark? Star Wars, easy. Okay, yeah, me too. My dad loves Star Wars. Yep, I saw Star Wars first, uh, probably when they were... I didn't see them until they were re-released in theaters. Mm -hmm. I can't remember when that was. It was in the lead up to Phantom Menace, and Phantom Menace was 98, I think. Okay, so then it was probably about 96, yeah. 95, 96. Whenever it was, that's when I saw Star Wars. And then my dad was like, well, if you like Star Wars, you're going to love this. this. And then he showed me that, Indiana yeah. Jones. And I was like, oh my gosh, my little mind was blown. Because first off, I was still young and didn't really understand that actors could play different roles. <laughs> And I was like, "That's a that's a tricky one." Wait a second, that's Han Solo. I was like, "No, that's that's the one." And if you think about it, though, like, yeah, he had other roles, but those are really the the main two that he's known for. Yeah. With a with a special shout out to uh, Blade Runner. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, he was an actor in some movies, but like, no, he was Han Solo. He was Indiana Jones, and he was Rick Deckard. And he was the fugitive. But that's not like a series, though. Like, I know, but that's like. A really big role that I remember him in. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite uh, ad lib movie lines is in The Fugitive when they're in the pipe. He goes, "I didn't kill yeah, my wife." And Tommy Lee Jones just goes, "I don't care." It's <laughs> <laughs> such a great line. So, that's not that's not my job. My job is to arrest you. Yeah. So so Raiders. Yeah, I was teenage when I saw it for sure, and I just remember thinking, like, man, this all this is so cool. Because I mean, when you watch anything when you're a kid, you know, you don't really notice how things age so if it ages well like you don't care if it's cool you care that's it and raiders was cool T it was. temple of doom was cool like there was there was some cool action sequences but i don't mm. of the three because there's only three just there's only there's three. only three there's only Indiana three jones movies and of the three raiders is definitely my favorite I was I was talking Followed with somebody on by Crusade Last Crusade. Yeah, I was talking with somebody on Twitch about this earlier. Just like you know, we're watching Raiders for the pod, and what like what are your favorite movies? And he said his actually was his favorite actually was Temple of Doom. Really? And I was like, I mean, you can make an argument for it. I can't tell him he doesn't like it. Like I can tell him critically. <laughs> You're wrong. 
it's bad. I can tell him critically it had the most impact. It had the longest lasting impact of any Indiana Jones movie by far. It's it's so hard for me to pick between Raiders and Crusade because it's almost like a 1A, 1B, and then like there's a gap, and then Temple of Doom is fourth. I can agree with that. But I feel like you can't talk about Temple of Doom without talking about its impact on the movie industry as a whole. Because what was it? it was like Temple of Doom and Gremlins, I think, yeah. were the two that all but caused the PG-13 rating to exist. Well, let me give a quick rundown about what it's about. So if you have never oh, seen... That what? thought hurts me inside if you I don't know, know right? what it's about. I know. But you know there's somebody out there that might be listening to this that has no idea. Uh, you know... Honestly, though, we could just make something up completely. I mean, it's about this guy who owns a bunch of sheep and his sheepdog gets sick. So he gets a pig and (laughs) the pig actually is the one who gathers up the sheep. See, I was going to say Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) Have you seen Evan Almighty? It's pretty much the same movie. (laughs) Realistically, though, the easiest way to explain Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark is basically like, have you played any Tomb Raider game ever? Imagine that, but with Harrison Ford. Or have you ever had an imagination and pretended to be in some sort of action sequence? Then you've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. So let's run it down real quick. So it's a professor. Archaeology. And he, in his spare time, will go and find rare pieces of history and so he basically gets roped in and they say hey uh hitler oh yeah by the way this takes place during world war ii again not to well no i'm totally gonna be that guy it takes place in 1936 oh does it yeah there was a a year tag and i remembered i paid attention to it because i remember thinking oh i thought this was during world war ii and it's not oh okay so that Nazi, actually Nazis, yes. World War Two, no. See, that makes more sense now. Yeah. That, that, okay. Agreed. So the Nazis are obsessed with getting more power, and so one of the things that they think will help them out is if they can find the lost Ark of the Covenant, which is the big box that the that Jerusalem carried around, the Jewish people carried around, uh, that held the Ten Commandments. It had these 15, these 10 commandments. (laughs) Man, Mel Brooks is so funny. And he, what they decide is they, uh, they're like, hey, you need to find it first, basically. And so he's like, all right, here we go. So he starts the hunt to find it. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going to end it. I really don't want to say much more because honestly, if you haven't seen it, I want you to go watch it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm very hesitant to do this and normally I wouldn't, but like, if you haven't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark in 2020, turn off the pod right now. Go watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is one hour and 55 minutes, including credits. Watch this movie. You have time. We're still in, in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. What else do you have to do? And the best part is, is it's on Netflix now. Yeah. That's the whole reason we're reviewing it, is yeah, so probably, that you can go watch it on Netflix. Probably should have led with that. Like, oh yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's on Netflix. Anyway, so, live and learn. do yourself a favor and pause the podcast if you haven't seen it, and go watch it right now, and we'll wait. We're that patient, and technology is that nice. Okay, are you back? <laughs> Welcome back. Okay, so what'd you, what did you think? Amazing, right? Yeah, that's what we thought too. 
Oh my gosh. I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. I remember watching this movie and then immediately wanting to carry... I wanted a whip and wanted a I wanted the fedora, hat. just like his, and go outside and run around and pretend to be Indiana Jones. Did you ever run around your yard like humming the theme song? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of embarrassing to say out loud, but I 100% did. Oh, of course you did. Because you were you were a good child. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know that. I, you know what? I appreciate that. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, so now, if my parents listen to the pod, they'll be like, mm, "Actually." <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a. Uh, it's fun. It's just fun. It's a good action. You know, your your imagination goes wild, and it's just it's a fun ride. And, uh, well, actually is, or was a fun ride at Universal Studios. I don't know that it was there when the last time I went to Universal, but the last time I went to Universal was also, like, comfortably over 10 years ago. Yeah, I definitely, I think it it didn't stay for very long. Anyway, the point is, is that the movie's great. Um, so Indiana Jones, he, I think one of the best things about this movie was actually pointed out on Big Bang Theory. And that's that if you take out the character of Indiana Jones, the movie still ends the same way. Actually, so I went in to watching the movie knowing that if you didn't bring that up, I was going to bring that up. And I have a thought. The movie actually ends worse. Well, not worse, but like... So one of the the dynamics in the movie is that they need to have this certain artifact, and on the artifact, it gives instructions on how high to make a staff for the sun to hit it at the right angle. You know, they had the Nazis had half of it and not the other half, so they didn't make an accurate staff. They're digging in the wrong place! Yeah, and they would have kept digging in the wrong place. So if Indiana Jones hadn't been there to be digging in the right place, they might not have found it. So if you think about it, the only impact he has on this is he inadvertently assisted the Nazis finding... I almost said the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Wrong movie. Dadgummit national treasure. Um, (laughs) Although I will say, speaking of national treasure, I could do with a national treasure sequel right now. I'd be all about that. He actually inadvertently assists the Nazis finding the Ark of the Covenant. So, like, great. Like, he's probably my top ten movie heroes, but was not very helpful. I mean, don't get me wrong. The movie ends in a much better place because of what he did but who's to say so the way the movie ends in case you neglected all of our suggestions is that (laughs) um indiana jones and marion his his lady love are captured by the nazis and they go to this like barren island where the nazis are gonna investigate the ark and do some type of ritual everyone but Marion and Indy like have their eyes open and they're fascinated by it because it's a fascinating historical object. I mean, there's no denying that, uh, but it uh, kills them all. They take the lid off, like the Nazis take the lid off of the Ark of the Covenant and everyone who was looking at it dies. Pretty hilariously, actually. They so melt. It, looked, it, it looked really good for the time. I'm not going to try to deny that. The, the Ark, the magic of the Ark um, closes the lid. Marion and Indy are safe. The government takes the Ark and puts it in a warehouse, never to be seen again. And it's a pretty anticlimactic ending. It really is. I mean, it, it works, though, because, I mean, at the time, you can't... It's not like today, when you have a movie that makes even the littlest bit of profit, there's going to be, like, four sequels. It wasn't like that back in the day. So, I mean, it's a good ending 
for a one-off and it works because it establishes the character and what i like about it too this is something that i like about a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of different movies that do this i can't think of any off the top of my head uh but you might be able to john as i'm saying this but i like it so much because it's one of those movies that it ends and you're like you know i know that this is not real but at the same time this actually this could could have happened yeah because it's it's not like the story that we get affects history in any way like it it resolves itself and it doesn't do anything to disrupt the timeline if you like our of present day if you think about it in that sense it makes it kind of fun because you're like hey this actually could have happened there could have been this guy named indy who say who found this arc but then the arc ended up just being in this warehouse so it makes it makes it kind of fun similarly like kind of bouncing off of that it it's super easy for me to think that if this were to be a thing that happened it would make it in like this would not be in a history book so you could also you could play that same what if game what if this did happen and just no one knows and it's fun too because you know this is one of those artifacts that you hear about all the time and people talk about and you know i i don't think they do so much anymore you know that's not really a fascination that people have but you know, back in the day when there was still just a lot of mystery in the world, people asked and said, hey, whatever happened to the Ark that carried the Ten Commandments around? And why did it disappear? And where did it go? So it was just an interesting, hey, what if somebody went to try to find that? Yeah. And so it made it fun. Well, and I'm not going to claim to be, you know, an actual archaeologist or an Egyptologist or, you know, an expert in any of the things that that happen in this movie but like you were saying it all comes across as believable like maybe not realistic in the sense of like they dug up an entire monument in a night but (laughs) i mean there there would have been a process made and it so it kind of crosses this adventure in this thing that's kind of based in reality and puts it puts a spiritual you know supernatural spin onto it yeah i mean it's just it's great i love it i love this movie so much uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, John, I didn't even watch it <laughs> <laughs> because I have seriously watched it so many times in my life that I was yeah. like, there is no need for me to watch this at all. I could, in fact, we were, it was on, um, shockingly, shock, shockingly, shockingly, it, shockingly. <laughs> it was on, uh, CBS a few nights ago. Not too long ago, I think I think maybe a week and a half ago, it was on uh, CBS. We were watching it, and I was seriously sitting there in, in the seat, like, whispering every single line to myself, because I've seen this movie so much. So yeah, I, I'm a huge fan. And yeah, no, I, I believe it. I, I was hesitant to watch it. I wanted, I did end up rewatching most of it, um, just because I couldn't tell you the last time I watched this movie, and even though it's exactly how I remember it. I still wanted to know. And there are certain there are certain things that I picked up that I thought I remembered and now I'm just like, yep, no, that's that's what happened. There's one thing that really bugs me and it's um in the the bar scene at the very beginning when he recruits is the wrong word, but he when, hunts when, down Miriam basically. In the gunfight, so Indiana Jones famously has a leather jacket, a fedora, a bullwhip, and a revolver very famously like that is the indiana jones starter kit but if you pay attention in the in the sequence he goes back and forth 
between a revolver and a 1911. Well, wasn't the 1911 on the floor? But it never shows him picking it up. Oh, really? And it goes back and forth. At least that's that's how I saw it. It could have been cleaner and I just wasn't paying attention. Well, I know that scene in particular is kind of hard to watch because so much is happening. It's very jumpy. It is very jumpy. But that is yeah. like that has always bothered me. Because I'm like, he wasn't holding that gun before. And then, like, it's a lot... I mean, it's faster to reload an automatic than it is a revolver. Just because it's magazine versus one bullet at a time. So, like, I've always kind of questioned, why did he have a revolver to start with? But, I mean, that's, you know, a conversation for another time. Um, the second thing, this is probably my favorite thing about Raiders of the Lost Ark, is the, uh, when they ki- when the Nazis kidnap Marion, and there's the sword guy. Yes. So, he's just got done with this, like brawl in the streets swinging the sword around and this guy is just like all black and he's super confident obviously because he's got this massive scimitar going up against a unarmed person so he thinks and from what i from what i've read there actually was a uh, a choreographed fight scene for that and they were going to have this like knockdown drag out fight um, but Harrison Ford was like sick that day or something. And he was just like, nah, I've had enough of this. And he just shoots the guy. <laughs> and everyone was like, that stays perfectly in character. Yep. Like that's what Indiana Jones would do. He'd be like, man, I just got done with this. Like, no, that's not how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I, yeah. They that's... had a whole fight planned out. And he, I think he had had, for, uh, I think it was an interview with uh, Spielberg and he said that he had had food poisoning like the night before or something like that and just could not do it. And so he said, would it be okay if I just shot the guy? And they were just like, actually, yes, that would be perfect. Yeah, I, that that's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie because it's just like the knowledge of that's not what was supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Harrison Ford who is... I really enjoy him as an actor. Yes. Um, And he just like, no, that's not how we're doing this. I think my favorite thing about Harrison Ford is the way that he is in his movies. I feel like is exactly how he is in real life. My, my all time favorite Harrison Ford moment. um, This was before force awakens. He was on Conan and he was like, Hey, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you this dollar. If you tell me something or Conan, Conan was talking to Harrison Ford and he goes, I'll give you this dollar if you tell me something about the new Star Wars movie. Harrison Ford takes the dollar, and he leans in real close, and he goes, I hear they're making another one. And it it was so funny. (laughs) Because he was, like, about to tell this, like, plot secret that no one knew, and he just leans in, and he trolls him so hard, and then he puts the dollar in his pocket. (laughs) You know, speaking of Harrison Ford and, and just his personality and stuff, a lot of the times he does what he does because they pay him enough. Like, that's the whole reason he came back for Star Wars, was because they paid him enough. But what's very interesting to me is when he talks about Indiana, you can tell that it's a character that he actually really loves. And yes, he's still doing it for the money. But at the same time, it's the only character that when they talk about him and they say, so you actually, because just FYI, for those who may not know, they are in the process of making another Indiana Jones. And they'll, they say, you know, they'll ask him, so why are you coming back for another one? And it's the only interview that I hear with him where he says, well, they actually presented a really good story to me for this character and it's something that i think would fit really well and so that's why he that's part of the reason why he's into it so 
to me, that just shows the, there is a lot of care that kind of goes into this person because he is so... So iconic. So he's he's a, a an American hero. <laughs> What is he? G.I. Joe? Better. Real American hero. I think we should rate it. I don't even know why we have to. I don't think we should. We, I mean. We know. <laughs> I, I give it a 10 out of it's 10. A, yeah, it's a 10. Are there things wrong with it? Yes. Of is it a classic that every American should watch? Also, yes. 100%. You know, just, you know, they didn't ask us. But one thing that disappoints me about Indiana Jones and I really wish that they had done this in the same way that they've been able to carry on James Bond as long as they have. If it had I been really, a persona and not a person. Yes, I wish very badly that they had continued the Indiana Jones legacy by instead of being so focused on one actor, we're like, it's the character, it's not so much who plays him. I see that, and to a certain extent, I agree with it, but at the same time, that's a, de- a creative decision they would have had to make early. Yeah. You know, they couldn't have waited so long between Last Crusade and the Voldemort of the Indiana Jones movie, the movie shall- that shall not be named. Like, if they had done it... So, well, Last Crusade was 89, I think, because the entire trilogy was contained in the 80s. So if they had done it, like, 90... 293 then they could have gotten away with it with moving on from harrison ford at the time um but waiting like 15 years or because that's what crystal skull was 15 years right it was 2004 yeah so i mean waiting that long you have to go back to the original actors to try to get that commercial draw back in so i think they would have been able to do it who so think early to mid 90s who would you have wanted to be Indiana Jones? Oh, see, I've I've dug myself a hole now. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we, we didn't prepare for this question. <laughs> no. Uh. Oh my gosh. Hmm. He'd have to be American. Fair. He'd have to be decently famous, but not too famous. Decently famous, not too famous. Probably good looking, but still kind of gruff and and tough, rough around the edges. A gritty charm. Are you ready for this? Yes. So if they had made this movie in, like, 1994, Brad Pitt. I can see it. Because that would be before Seven. Yep. So before, I mean, what was his first really big movie? Like, Interview with a Vampire? Because that was early 90s, and they could have just piggybacked off of that. If you have a better suggestion, let us know, because uh, we, we don't really have a great idea for this. Are you looking? I am. <laughs> early to mid-90s actors. Because I'm trying to think of, like, 90s movies. I mean, 93 was Schindler's List, so that's Liam Neeson, but he's Welsh, I think? Let's see. Is we he got... Welsh or is he just British? Who? Liam Neeson. He's... I thought he was Irish. He... Yeah, that sounds that sounds right, actually. Who's Welsh? Is that Christian Bale? That's a weird language, by the way, if you've ever, like, looked into it. Yes, it is. So when I just Google 90s male actors, the top ones that come up are Leonardo DiCaprio. Nope, too young. Johnny Depp. No. Daniel Day-Lewis. Brad Pitt. Too method. Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) It basically would have been National Treasure. Bruce Willis. Uh, Tom Hanks. (laughs) Ethan Hawke. He was too young, too, because he was in uh, Dead Poets Society. He was one of the students. What about Dennis Quaid? I mean, I could see it, but... I can see it. 
I don't know. It's really weird because like, what is what is the movie you know Dennis Quaid from? Like the first movie I can think of with Dennis yeah, Quaid. Like like when you were the when rookie. You, yeah, same. And like that's not a great movie. <laughs> that's no. It's a it's an okay baseball movie. It's an okay baseball movie. Yeah. Who would be uh Costner? Costner would be another one. He was active during that during that time. Yeah. I don't know that he, he has could the, do that. When like did Robin has, Hood come out? Uh, early nineties, I think, probably like ninety two. Okay, well then then I could see that. So I'm gonna go with either Dennis Quaid or Kevin Costner. Okay. I'm gonna go with Brad Pitt or the ambitious uh Indiana Jones Rambo crossover with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> oh my god. Gosh. Oh no! I the the worst part about it is I would one hundred percent watch that movie. Oh, An Indiana Jones that. Rambo that crossover. I couldn't do that. Hey, oh, you mean Indy. just being a cross? Indy, I found the thing. I, I would I would be one hundred percent here for that. He would kill everyone, and Indiana Jones would just be there, like, bro, what happened? So yeah, if you have better suggestions than Stallone, Brad Pitt, Kevin Costner, who was your second one? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. If you have better suggestions than that, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's more out there. I just oh don't have Oh my gosh, time. there's got to be. There's someone super obvious that would be great that we're forgetting. Well, that was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Check it out if you haven't ever seen it. And if you well, have seen it... Check it out again. I mean, Check it's, it out again. It's as good as you remember. Unless oh, you yeah. remember it being bad. In which case, you're wrong and you need to rewatch it for proof. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. We've been trying to do a movie that can be streamed uh, since nothing is really coming out right now. Uh, of course, now we've got Scoob coming out soon. We might be able to re- review that. I would think so. I mean, it might yeah. be a little. It might be a little dated by the time the June episode comes. Well, are there are there five Mondays? No, no. Sunday is the thirty first. Then yes it would be be the first june episode i would be fine with that i don't care yeah we could do that yeah the next one that has five mondays is ah it's actually going to be june oh how convenient so we'll have a june 1st june 15th and june 29th very good well guys that was speaking of of the lost ark i was going to say speaking of five mondays if you have an an idea for our bonus episode theme let us know um in the past we've done mcu in review um Mm -hmm. we had a we had a plan to do a james bond one i believe we did and then you know quarantine killed no time to die which is ironic thanks a lot virus right who does it think it is sentient plague that's terrifying (laughs) but i would watch that movie too sentient plague yeah so yeah if you have if you have uh, a broad scale review that you would like us to do, let us know. You can reach out to us. Um, we have a Facebook page. We've been trying to post some some nerdy memes from. Um, it is facebook.com slash they didn't ask us. Uh, no, no punctuation, because that's how URLs work. Um, <laughs> uh, shoot us an email at they didn't ask us at gmail.com, or you could uh, leave us a voice message on our anchor page at anchor.fm slash they didn't ask us. And you can follow me on Instagram if you would like to. My handle is the nerd is underscore in. I'm very bad at updating that. <laughs> Still, yeah. And you can, uh, if you're if you're so interested, uh, you can find me on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv/jmueller8332. 
I've been doing uh, Borderlands 2 and Witcher 3. Witcher some, 3? Some pretty solid. Dude, it's a great game. I've played like it, four hours of it, and it's amazing. <laughs> I've heard that it's pretty amazing. I just don't have the patience for it. There's too much little things that you have to do. I can't do that. See, I, I thought that with Witcher 2. So I played Witcher 2 for like 20 minutes, and I was like, no, I'm done. I'm not doing this. Uh, Witcher 3 so far is a lot more intuitive. So That's good. Tune, uh, tune into the streams, and you can uh, watch me die a lot. <laughs> well, let's just make sure it's not in real life. Wear, yes. your, wear your mask, keep your social distance, all that jazz. Yes. and uh, Stay home so and we, listen to our podcast. Please do, and share us with your friends. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Uh, share us with everyone. Um, we, we, we really would love the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say exposure, but I don't want to say exposure. We want the the podcast exposed for what it is, which is a good time. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. We will see you in two weeks. And until then, nerd out. <laughs>